This is a Counterspin Media presentation. Presenting Samantha Edwards Reports. On the 3rd of June, 2023, Counterspin Media published Samantha Edwards Reports number 5, Brian and Hannah Tamaki's COVID Money Trail. After a written response by Brian Tamaki, this was followed up on the 10th of June with Counterspin episode 90, titled, Destiny v Counterspin, The Rebuttal, and The Politics of Prophecy. In this episode, Counterspin's Kelvin Alp and Samantha Edwards eviscerated Tamaki's statement of facts. On June 15th, Freedoms and Rights Coalition MC and Destiny Church associate, Caleb Cave, responded with a Facebook video. Here is the opening minute, followed by Samantha's response to Caleb. This is a time where we have to um, unify, put our differences aside and start to see what really matters right now. And that's our nation. Destiny Church, Destiny Church, Destiny, Destiny. Brian, Brian and Hannah Tamaki, Destiny Church. Brian Tamaki, Samantha, Samantha, Samantha. You done messed up, girl. Surprise, surprise. Hey, everyone, my name's Kays, and um, about a week ago, there was a hit piece put out uh, about Destiny Church, Brian Tamaki, Freedoms and Rights Coalition, Freedoms NZ. A lot of stalking Facebook pages, a whole lot of time has gone into this. So, wow. <laughs> wow. Hi out there. I've just finished watching Caleb Cave's video response to me in regards to my counterspin video about the Destiny and Whanawara situation. Uh, it's the first response I've seen, so I thought I would acknowledge and respond in kind with an impromptu video of my own. Uh, in case you don't know, Caleb, or KZ as he likes to be known nowadays, is the head male worship leader at Destiny and was MC at many of the protests. And his wife, who was in my video for uh, 40 seconds, uh, is the lady who was employed by Whanauara to go live on a regular basis to sing and spread good vibes, as she put it. Caleb, your video response used, um, quite frankly, childish memes, sound effects and graphics throughout horse neighing, chipmunk voices, much more. Uh, I was a little embarrassed for you, to be honest. Um, but thank you for illustrating what I've been saying about the emotive mudslinging style response to deflect from the truth. Uh, I appreciate that. A few facts, though. Uh, for future reference, a hit piece is typically a piece that's published for political or personal reasons. I've addressed that this isn't political or personal for me thoroughly about a thousand times, so I don't need to go there again. Um, a hit piece also uses rumour, speculation and opinion as its basis, not fact. Uh, my video was saturated with facts and evidence from start to finish, so it's actually what you'd call investigative journalism. Um, I noticed that once again, not one fact or piece of evidence that I presented was addressed in your video. Still, the wait continues. It's been months now for just one of you to step forward and reveal even one thing that I've said to be factually incorrect, but still nothing. Again, I thank you for clearly illustrating what I've referred to many times, this aspect of responding emotively to deflect from the reality that everything I've said is actually factually correct. Caleb, why is your leader not coming forward and answering? Why are you doing it for him? 
It's a massive burden to carry the weight of your deity's reputation on your shoulders. My suggestion is take a load off. He's actually able to fight his own fight. <laughs> you talked about too how I hadn't made any attempt to contact anyone involved in this story yet again. And you were able to establish this as fact, you said, by checking your own emails and messages for a call from me in your video there. Um, I apologise if it hurts your pride, but I didn't actually try to contact you, Caleb, um, because you weren't actually a major part of the video, so it wasn't high on my list of priorities. Uh, yeah. In your video, you also talked about how you're unjabbed and pro-choice, anti-mandate but pro-choice. Again, I'm becoming increasingly intolerant at how people utilise this term pro-choice in regards to this poison, and, and especially in regards to it being given to children. Those kids in your car park, Caleb, they didn't have a choice when they were lured in by your ice cream truck and and their parents were lured in through supermarket vouchers or, you know, whatever other goodies they were offering that day. Uh, and when they were injected with poison, those kids didn't have a choice, did they? Because they're children, Caleb, under the authority and guidance of their parents. And they were assured by those Whanawara employees in your car park, who seemed to have been mostly Destiny members, that it was safe, when it most certainly wasn't safe. Even the adults didn't have a real choice in the matter because choice is only valid when it's informed choice and you know darn well that people weren't informed of the harm. Would you say you're pro-choice when it comes to a parent's right to inject their child with other poisons, Caleb? You okay if they inject their kids with a bit of cyanide now and then? Or is it just their right to inject them with this particular poison that you want to defend. This one that will either render them infertile, harm them, shorten or outright end their lives. You feel a need to defend that right, do you? Rather than camping at the anti-mandate message, why didn't you use your platform to urge people to not take the jab and to not give it to their children? Isn't that what it's about? Not just whether you can get into a cafe or not, but the fact that people's lives were being destroyed, their health irreparably destroyed. You're not shy on that mic, Caleb, and you had a lot of time on that stage at the protest, so why didn't you shout it out loudly that this thing's extremely dangerous? Beware. In your video, to me, your response there, you talked about how your wife was singing songs to people as part of her paid role at Whanawara Community Clinic to spread cheer. You said she did this because people were frightened. Frightened of COVID, you said. Well, why didn't you unfrighten them? Let them know that this whole thing is a giant scam. Instead, your wife often said, COVID is real. And it's spreading fast. Quote. She was saying that up to at least November 21 in her Whanawara videos until she was mandated out, she did the opposite of what, what you're claiming she was trying to do. She wasn't expelling the fear. She was, she was cultivating the fear and spreading the fear by repeating and helping to establish the lies. She was paid to sing and talk about the dangers of COVID and the good work of Whanawara to protect the public through their jabbing of the population. 
The parallels with an actual Pied Piper for Whanawara are quite striking, actually. Uh, the Pied Piper used music as a fatal lure, too. <sighs> you then threw in something about some charges and arrest or something, Caleb. Um, why did you feel the need to use the martyrdom narrative here? We're talking about the Whanawara Destiny collaboration. That's what my video was about, and that's what you say you're responding to. So why are these diversions about unrelated matters? It's like when you again talk about Brian's home detention, you know, in that same video. Seriously, Caleb, I wouldn't mind spending an extended time with my family in a mansion with a pool and a jacuzzi and all the luxuries in that home. Not exactly torture. Take a look at the months of solitary confinement without even being able to see his own wife that Graham Phillips suffered before he was even allowed a trial. That's what real detention looks like. Uh, you go to great lengths too to tell us that you all aren't jabbed, like Brian did in his statement. Well, <laughs> neither is Fauci. <laughs> you know, it's just more deflection. It's, it's irrelevant. Actually, no. It's not irrelevant because by telling us that you're not jabbed, you're telling us that you knew the dangers. So where's the ethics? You're happy to work in and profit from a clinic whose product you know is dangerous and wouldn't take, that you wouldn't give to your own children, but you're happy to profit from it being given to other children. If you knew the danger, how could you have gone in and out of your church week after week, month after month, past this, Caleb? Four lanes, sometimes five. And a mobile vaccination clinic coming and going for two years. An ice cream truck to bring the kids in. Listen to this little slip of the tongue by George Nartai. It's quite interesting. Well, kia ora, everybody. George Nartai, Nartai Live, coming to you, of course, live from 25 Druces Road in Auckland here as we uh, prepare to uh, uh, still continue to... Uh, back, uh, sorry, to, to test in the background there. We've got uh, four lanes running here in Druces Road. In your video, you make frequent condescending and unfounded assertions in regards to my ambitions. That was your word. Apparently, you don't feel the need to speak with me before saying such things. Just fine, I don't mind, but you've demanded that I do it. <laughs> so thank you again for the hypocrisy illustration. There's more of them in your video than I can point out, uh, like how you've attacked my necessary video editing, accusing me of altering context, which I didn't, but then blatantly doctoring my footage to the extreme in your video, unashamedly changing the context. Anyway, I personally find these examples of hypocrisy quite illuminating, so thank you. Feel free to keep them coming. Uh, what else? Uh, you also said in a definitive manner that I personally found to be cringingly patronising that the reason I made this video was to further my career. My career. <laughs> I've never received a cent for this career. I've received more than a few headaches, but no remuneration, so... I've never heard of someone having a career that they never received a cent for. But being there, explained it all, um, apparently you're unable to, well, I don't know, I guess you must be unable to process 
that there are actually people out there, like myself, who are compelled by, by truth and justice and a sincere desire to help protect people from harm. So you have to fit all of this into some kind of context or frame that you can understand or accept. It's sad. It's really sad, actually. I've said it before, my heart genuinely goes out to people affected by such intense and prolonged indoctrination as you have been, Caleb. But, you know, at some point, if you continue to reject the truth, people will eventually just leave you to your own demise out of respect for your free will. Uh, you also said that my motivation was to get some views and likes. I think that's how you put it. Um, one of my videos from a couple of months ago has over 240,000 views, Caleb. So, so no, just no. <laughs> you talked about how I'm painting a narrative. That, you know, there's a, another inversion of reality there. Again, Caleb, everything that you've said in your video response to me is classic painting of a narrative. It's all emotional conjecture. You brought, she's hurt. She's a scorned, bitter woman. She's hiding things. She, she wants likes. All without a shred of evidence. While I, on the other hand, uh, I only bought facts with evidence. That's all I did. So, um, <laughs> you know, it's bewildering to me. There's just the extent, uh, the depth of the indoctrination on display here. Uh, it's, yeah, you know, and I gotta say, I hear the misogyny in your video, Caleb. I feel it. It just kind of oozes out. It's, and I feel for Destiny women, especially, you know, it looks as if the fact that, I, that I've been able to combine strength with humility and just bring some facts, have a bit of lighthearted humor in there, it's all more than you Destiny men seem to be able to tolerate. It appears that you can't handle it when a woman maintains her poise, holds her ground, holds on to her power despite your best efforts to disempower her with your slander and your threats and insults. I mean, you've given me destiny, prosti destiny prostitute Jezebel over and over from your Christchurch pastor, Delilah, homewrecker, um, said that I was sleeping with a man whose wife was dying of cancer while I was in your church, even though I didn't even get to the church or meet this man till many years after his wife died. Um, the threats, curses, you call me emotionally damaged in your own video, you know, with your mocking meme there. And all the while, I remain resolute. I just keep coming back, unfazed, and in control of myself. It really bothers you, doesn't it? Look, you know, I'm no feminist, Caleb. Believe me, I'm kind of old-fashioned, actually, in a way. But I will fight for the right for any oppressed voice to be heard and valued, as it should be. There are so many people hiding under rocks because of their interactions, their confrontations with, with destiny people online. And because of the way that you've shown with this whole current Whanawara thing, uh, that you will attempt to silence anyone who speaks up, however possible. So, yeah. 
and your veiled threats of uncovering my past and my personal life in your video there, where your voice lowers and your, we will continue to unpack. And when we delve into your personal life, what will we find? You know, eyeball the camera. Ah, oh, it's shameful. I'm doing what a journalist is supposed to do. I'm not in the position that Brian Tamaki's in. This is a terrible, terrible example of Christianity. Attacking a single mum because she did her job, threatening her with lawsuits and poverty and public humiliation. Or all of it that you've thrown at me, even bringing my mentally disabled son into it, my adult son, as your people are doing. A beautiful young man who struggles with his condition and delusional episodes on a daily basis, he struggles. And you start dragging him into it. He was in tears the other night seeing the things that your people have been spreading about him. He wanted to get his psychiatric uh, letter of diagnosis and hold it up to the camera for the world to see online. Not for him, but to defend me. That's the kind of love in, my, in this guy. That's the kind of beautiful soul that my son is. It's appalling. How dare you do that to him? If you think that I came out hard in protection of those kids in your car park, you wait till you see how far I'll go to protect my own kids. You ain't seen nothing yet. This attack, quite literally, on the most vulnerable in our society, like my son, is all in an effort to hide your activities and defend and deflect the truth off screen. Wow. By the way, there's far more that I could bring out about your great leader. You know, I've kept this whole thing to about the, the, the car park saga, but there's much more. Uh, for example, the whole sh shenanigans around the Posey Parker event. You had a similar theme event at the same time, same day, just up the road. You advertise it as the main event. You made an obvious attempt to trump Posey Parker's event. You drove by her event uh, just, just as it was starting just before uh, on your Harleys, you know, making a big scene, calling out to the people to ditch this event and follow you guys to your event, yelling out the address, telling them, like, why? Why didn't you support her? Wasn't it an important message she was bringing? And when things got violent at Posey's event, was your Man Up Army sent down to defend the vulnerable? The people, Posey? No. It was a repeat of the first and last days at Parliament. That assault, uh, that violent assault on that precious elderly lady at Posey's event may not have even happened if you guys had been there, maintaining order, providing some protection. And the police, well, they were conveniently unable to be at Posey's event in greater numbers because so many were assigned to your event. You know, uh, Maybe you genuinely can't actually see what's going on, Caleb, but many can. This is exactly how controlled opposition is used. And then at the end of your video, you're then launched into this piece about uh, where you claimed that I had said in my video that people at the Freedoms NZ meetings were mainly destiny people. Um, I never said any such thing. I didn't even mention the topic actually. So 
Were you just trying to find some way to make a, pl- a Freedom ZNZ plug? Because then you did segue into a chat with a couple of people at a Freedom ZNZ meeting who were, you know, extolling the virtues of Brian. Um, how was that any part of a response to me, which you said your video was, and what does it have to do with any of the issues that I raised in my video? Um, these red herrings, they're like red flags, they're so blatant. <laughs> And the more of them you keep throwing in, the more you just actually show up the fact that you really can't or won't answer these important questions that I'm asking. Because maybe you don't want an answer to the suggestion that you profited from the genocide. Okay, well, I've got better things to do than deal with this time-wasting kind of response. Uh, Actual answers to the important questions, absolutely, I'll make time for that any day. The gender, the paedophilia threat, it's getting worse by the day. Uh, Digital IDs, CBDCs are an urgent issue, as are smart cities. So look, you know, just either answer the questions in my video or don't. But I don't have time for this juvenile nonsense. But I do appreciate that you did make a response, Caleb. Thank you for that. Even though you did block me from being able to view it. Not sure why you'd make a response and say it's for me and then block me from being able to view it. But anyhow, uh, that's how this has worked all along. Obviously, that was an easy obstacle to overcome to view it. But, you know, really, all you've done there is highlight what I've been saying all along. That the reason I haven't spoken to any of these key figures is because I've been ignored and blocked at every attempt. That they make it look as if they're willing to communicate with me when the reality is they block me. So, yeah, thank you again for illustrating that point uh, so well. Yes, again, thank you. So anyway, that's my response to your response, to, to my encounterspin's response, to Brian's response to my video. So um, <laughs> wouldn't it just be so much easier and quicker if we could just have a face-to-face? Myself and Counterspin have put out the invitation multiple times So, come on, enough with the excuses. Let's talk face-to-face. As they say, people with nothing to hide, hide nothing. Okay, well, I think that's it from me. Uh, So, until next time, bye for now. Counterspinmedia.com